Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your host for this episode of the show, and the Chief Lounge Lizard. Now, I need everybody to go long because we're talking about sports games today. Now, for sports games, I have to admit that I am not too terribly much of a sports gamer. I don't know if it was being picked last too many times in middle school or what, but I'm sort of, sort of not that much into sports. But we have somebody here who is very much into sports. In fact, he has been running the, the Gins Hardcore Bowl, predicting the results of the Super Bowl based on the Madden football game for many years now and, and pretty accurate. And he's been playing sports games for much longer than that. We have with us Todd Hargosh. Todd, thanks for joining us in the lounge today. Hey, glad to be here. <laughs> and uh, I also have Nate Woolley. Nate Woolley is our publisher, but he is also very much into sports games. In fact, he is a commissioner of his own fantasy uh, football and fantasy baseball league. So he's going to talk a little bit about the about the stats and about how those games work in terms of uh, the, the accuracy of, of the player stats. Now, Todd... Football. Uh, obviously, we could talk about. I wanted to do a, game, a, a show on sports games, and that can open it up to a lot of different sports. We're, we're going to talk mostly about football today, but but just to be clear, there is pretty much a game for every sport out there today, isn't there? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we can get to the point where now MMA is becoming um, available as a downloadable or as a sports game to per- purchase. It's turned out to be quite successful. Even we're even getting Olympic games like curling. Um, being available as a purchase. We've had that back in 98 for the N64. <laughs> they're even doing spin-offs of the Olympics. They did one on Mario and Sonic, and they're going to do one for the Winter Games when they occur in 2010. Wow, that's pretty cool. I know the Olympic Games are pretty fun, and especially on certain platforms like like the Wii, I'm, I'm thinking about, where you, you actually get to move around a little bit and stuff. It kind of adds something to the game. But what do you think What do you think it is about, about most sports games that attract people? Is it is it just... Like I know when you're watching like a football game and you're you're really hoping that your team's going to win. I know you I know you love the Steelers. I'm I'm more of a Redskins fan, but I like the Steelers. And uh yeah, so sucks to be you. Yeah, I know. The Redskins is a hard luck. They're turning into like the Red Sox of the of the football community. I, think. Uh, I wouldn't really say that anymore since the Red Sox actually won two World Series recently. <laughs> they finally lifted their curse. That's true. That's true. Well, when I'm watching the Redskins play and on those rare occasions that they're winning, I'm I feel really good about myself. And uh, is it is it just that extension of being able to actually you know control the the team a little bit more than just watching it? You're actually moving the players and, and so forth. Do you think that's what's the attraction of sports games? Well, I think that's one of the things. I mean, it's not just playing doing the players that interests me. It's uh, doing all the aspects of the sport, such as um, working the front office, being the GM. Or in college, actually recruiting players. I've been doing that with NCAA 10. Um, but I think more it's the uh, the competition and trash talking that occurs online. Uh, Madden is one of the biggest uh, biggest launch events of the year. I mean, they've actually have sick days as a result of it. It's been it was referred to uh, by EA as Madden Holiday. <laughs> everybody everybody calls in sick and they they play Madden on opening day. Yeah, which I did last year too. And as a matter of fact, my boss actually called me up that day and asked, how's Madden? <laughs> he knew the reason I was taking it off, yeah. and he offered it to me because he's a, he's a big Eagles fan. Right, okay. 
And he was asking if I did the Steelers versus Eagles. Yeah, I'm like, uh, not yet. <laughs> and and uh, you mentioned the uh, running the front office and so forth. That's that's a relatively new new portion of the game, and and I I know that that's very popular among people. So not really. Uh, Madden's had for a while is what they call owner mode. Mm-hmm. It was recently added to the uh, next gen versions, but it was available on the previous models on PS2 and Xbox. Now, how does that work? Uh, obviously, they don't have all the college players programmed into it. Is it is it just do they have like fake players that you're recruiting, or or is it like a role playing type game? Or yeah, college has fake players because when you purchase the game originally, it um the way they list the players is they list them by their position and their number. So it'd be like halfback number twenty three. Eventually, you can you can have a choice. You can either type in the names manually, which is what I did for, for my Florida State Seminoles. Or you can have it autofill names. Oh, you mean like make it up or? Yeah, you'd be able to fill all. Let's say we're considering like about 150 teams. Right, right. Well, actually, consider each, each team takes about an hour to fill up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. Well, I actually yeah. I remember. And this is a vague recollection. My my friend when I was growing up, uh, my friend Tim, he had the original Madden Football, which I believe was just called Madden Football. And I think you could fill in the names of the players on that too, because he had filled in all the all the Redskins players at the time on, on, into the game. I don't think they originally came with the game. The, the original I don't think had player names. Well, I wouldn't know about the computer version, which we'll get to later. But uh, I know the uh, when I played it on the Genesis, it didn't. Because it just had the player numbers, and they didn't actually have the NFL teams at that time. They didn't get the NFL license until '94. Right. It was originally just referred to by uh, by a city name. Oh, okay. So you were like some, the- some were modified. For, for instance, there were two New York teams. Mm-hmm. So for the Jets, they referred to as New Jersey. Oh, okay. So they wouldn't intrude on that that all important NFL license. Now I, I want to get into the NFL license, but uh, to to do the backstory on that because the NFL license. Really does pretty much make or break a, a football game, certainly. But but what are some of the other what are some of the other football games besides Madden that have come out over the years that you've played and and enjoyed? And then and then we'll talk about maybe why they why they weren't successful. Well, until they screwed up the passing game and the tackling system, I used to like the two K series. Okay. Uh, well, actually, it was when the um, original Sega owned and then got picked up by Two K Sports. And that's just what is that called? It was just called NFL 2K. Okay. And then the year number went from 2K, um, regular 2K on the Dreamcast all the way up to 2K5, and that was before EA bought out the NFL or bought out the NFL. Mm-hmm. And then later on, they came up with a game with old retired players uh, called NFL All Pro Football. Oh, that's so uh, I, I only played the demo of it, but I wasn't really impressed. Okay. Just... And the other the other game I played was more in the arcades. It was uh, by what was known as Midway. It's now. Warner Brothers game Chicago was called NFL Blitz, oh. and that that game was a lot of fun. Okay, and that was sort of an arcade version of football, right? It was basically seven on seven, and they um, they were a little harder than most most NFL games because um, they allowed allowed you to do late hits, cheap attacks, pass interference was legal. <laughs> okay. In fact, for a while, uh, the NFL actually applied pressure on them, telling them you got to make your game less violent because <laughs> because they had an NFL license too then. Right, it had both teams and players. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, to to show you how far off field I am on the sports game, the only football sports game that I that I played was uh, uh, Robo Blitz. Do you remember? Oh, <laughs> yeah, the robots. Doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, uh, the robot. Oh, was it Cyberball? It might have been. There were robots that were playing football, and you had like a little quarterback and stuff. It was it was pretty fun, but 
Yeah, there was Cyberball in the arcades. I remember. I think that. that was it. Yeah, I think it was Cyberball. It was it was kind of cute, but uh, yeah, that the ball that exploded on fourth. Down. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so not exactly realistic. And then wasn't there a series called The League, um, which was sort of like a more of a role playing game on about football? Not really role playing, but it's it spun off on the Blitz uh, series. So the TV series. Well, not not it was another TV series, but it was called Playmaker. Okay. It was uh, done by ESPN, and I found it to be a very, uh, very good series. Mm-hmm. It uh, centered around a fictional league called, or fictional team called the Cougars, but it gotten some very controversial topics that the NFL did not approve of, such as use of drugs in sports, um, infidelity among players, homosexuality, um, gang murder. Oh, really? And, and the NFL didn't like that. I'm so surprised. So, in <laughs> fact, the NFL pressured ESPN, and the series was canceled after one year. After the Cougars failed to make the playoffs in the last game. Oh man! And, and basically, the way it was it just ended. They uh, won their last game, and they thought they were getting the playoffs. And they saw they were watching on on TV the team that was closest to them. And they're like, "Oh, we better turn it on." They just recovered an onside kick, and they scored at the last play. The actual final line was "Turn it off." Oh, they man. shut it off, and the series just ended. Were they were the Cougars? Were they a fictional NFL team then? They were a fictional team. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they never said what city they were in either. Mm-hmm. I tried to make it out, but I couldn't. Oh, uh, okay. Now, uh, the now, but that that's how that's how Blitz evolved. Mm-hmm. Because eventually, uh, after the NFL license was acquired exclusively by EA in 2005, I think it was, mm-hmm. Blitz obviously couldn't have an NFL license. Uh, okay. And so what they did was they worked on a game called Blitz Playmakers, where one of the uh, or had a, a storyline that was written by one of the um, writers of Playmakers. That eventually became Blitz the League. Oh, okay, okay. Now, did the yeah. did the game get into those ta- controversial type of topics as well, or was it mostly just football? if a, if anything was mostly like using drugs in the game? And you you could do that as a player. Yeah, yeah. What I mean, you can buy illegal drugs, uh, or you can also buy illegal drugs. Like one that I mean, I'm, I'm sure this is gonna get centered from the show, but there was a device called the. <laughs> okay. Which is actually based on something that a real NFL player used. It got busted for it. I, I think his name is Ontario Brown or something like that. And it was and he used a, it was, he used a device called the original Wizenator. Oh, and it made it so that he could he could pass somebody else's urine and it looked right, like it, it, no, it, it actually came with urine dry urine packs. Oh, okay. Wow. And use that to pass a drug test. Now in, in the in the game was was that. Um, was there any negative consequences? Were you could you get busted, or was it just basically a performance enhancing thing? You can get busted. Uh, I don't know if you get suspended or um, or they 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 fine you. Interesting. Now, uh, talking about the different games other other than Madden, wh- which ones still exist? I know I know Madden obviously still exists. What what other football games are still out there and and viable today? Aside from Madden and uh, NCAA, both by EA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most recent one was Blitz the League 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, all pro football came out to negative reviews, and I don't think it's going to – that 2K is going to release another one. Now, is that – now, do you think the reason that – do these other games other than Madden, that they no longer have the the NFL license? They no longer have the ability to use the NFL teams? Is that, is that true? Is that what's – and is that what is hurting them basically for from getting popular? That's pretty much it, yeah. So e- I mean, EA has exclusive rights to everything. They have exclusive rights to the NFL, the NFL Players Association, and the NCAA. 
Oh, okay. So if somebody wants to come out with a football game, regardless of how good it is, you're not going to get your favorite players in there. Nope. Huh? Unless you unless you make them yourself, and I don't know if they'll put content blocks under pressure from the NFL or NFLPA or not. Huh. Interesting. Wow. Well, it's not, so it sounds like that NFL license is. And now, do you know if that license is held forever or is it renewed or? I think it was a ten-year deal, effective two thousand five. But I'd okay. have to look into that. Okay, so we're probably not going to see any other football games until it, it, until uh, until much later, <laughs> and then probably yeah, until not. Until EA ever. buys another one. Right. Okay. Interesting. Well, at least the the one that we do have, Madden, is is pretty good. I mean, I I think even when all the other games were out there, Madden was pretty much still the best. I mean, I've read your reviews going back about ten years, and I I think Madden always came out on top, didn't it? Actually, 2K uh, came out for a couple years. Okay. And, and like I said, then I started having my problems with inaccurate QBs, um, receivers who can't hold on to the ball despite the fact that it's an obvious catch, tacklers who um, have, have arms like sticks because the runner's always able to get away from me with no problem, mm-hmm. defensive backs who are always able to intercept no matter how far away they are. Mm-hmm. Now, I know one of the things that is really cool about uh, playing on playing on the computer or playing against the computer, uh, instead of just playing you versus an AI or you versus a human player, you can set the game, at least in Madden. I think one year they took this out, the ability to do this out. But most of the years, I believe you could actually have two computer opponents like the Redskins and the Steelers and have the computer both playing both teams and, and play and see how a game might turn out between the two of them. Is that right? Yeah, they recently re-added that back on on Madden 09. When they moved to the next-gen consoles, it wasn't available for a while. But yeah, I mean, that's how I used to simulate all my games. It wasn't just Madden or NCAA. It was um, like when I used to play NFL 2K, I did that all the time. I did that with um, NBA and NHL. Mm-hmm. And to a lesser extent, I did that with um, with uh, Sony's MLB 09, because I'm... I never touched 2K's baseball series. Right, and then you created the Hardcore Bowl, uh, which is what happens every year on Gen, uh, GameIndustry.com. You can go right around Super Bowl time, usually about two weeks or sometimes even one week before the Super Bowl, and Todd will actually predict the Super Bowl based on how the – how the game plays out on online, which which is which is pretty cool to see, and he's he's been pretty accurate, and a lot of that is because the stats are so accurate. Which I wanted to bring in Nate Woolley. He's the commissioner of his own fantasy football league and his own fantasy baseball league, and I believe the fantasy baseball league is actually more complicated. To talk a little bit about the about the stats, so Nate, welcome to the welcome to the lounge. Uh, obviously, looking at stats for ages on end isn't for everybody, but you, but you seem to enjoy it, and obviously it helps Todd get the hardcore bowl pretty accurate every year. But what, what now? Where? How accurate are these stats? I mean, I, it's not something I do all the time. So, what what kind of stats are we talking about? Are they are they very detailed, and are they updated constantly? Well, with the rise of computers in sports mm-hmm. and spreadsheets, uh, the the expansion of statistics beyond just baseball stats, which has always been a stat-heavy game, uh, have really grown, especially over the last 20 years or so as as computers and networking have brought power to it. Um, So you can get on ESPN or on any of a myriad other sites stats updated by the play, by the batter, by the change of, of line in hockey. It doesn't matter. All of those things are updated on the fly every game. So if a player gets injured or something, everybody pretty much knows immediately that that happened. 
That's right. Uh, there was a time, certainly playing, you know, rotisserie baseball or any of the sort of counting sport games, mm-hmm. that you could get a certain competitive advantage by scanning the wires, by knowing who was injured. But now with the rise of information technology, everybody's going to have the same information unless they're completely not paying attention. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, and I assume then that this this information is elect. You know, you're not getting out of the newspaper. You're, it's it's available in electronic format. So, a clever game company could, uh, it, you know, certainly with the next generation consoles and and of course with the PC that are connected to the internet, you could theoretically have a real-time update on your game. You could, yes. Um, I'm not sure how you'd use that in play, but uh, <laughs> you could certainly have it. I believe that uh, – I believe that um, and it hasn't been done with football yet, uh, but I believe it has. They did try it last year with uh, basketball. I believe, uh, however, the one thing was it was a paid it was a paid service. You had to sort of pay to download it, uh, you know, as you as you played along. And of course, you have to play along with the season. So, for example, you can't play the the Redskins versus Bears game early because you wouldn't have the stats for that. You know, the quarterback right. might be hurt. So, so it, it's a certainly a new type of play, and it would it'd be interesting. But from what you say, it, it seems like it seems like it's accurate. Oh no, these stats are phenomenally accurate. We're at the point where the people doing this are some of the best mathematicians in the world. Wow! And the the stats that they are coming up with, the the real competitive pressure isn't. Can you provide the numbers? It's what sort of analysis on the numbers and what sort of new ways to cut the data and produce statistics that are more accurate. Well, uh, it, is it, where, where the, the cutting edge, where the competitive fire is. I mean, it occurs to me that you being the commissioner of, of the leagues, it sounds like you invest an awful lot of time in this. It's, it, is it, is it kind of like a game and does, does being the stat watcher for your group uh, and and the commissioner does that make you more apt to want to play video games uh, based on sports or less apt? <laughs> oh, I I certainly enjoy it. The the leagues I'm in are so much simpler now than they were 20 years ago when I started playing both fantasy sports and computerized sports. Uh, that it's downright entertaining at this point uh, to see it happen because I no longer have to sit there, you know, with the box scores, with the statistics, and compile things when instead I set it up, and the computer takes care of it all for me. So my job is basically make sure things work properly and then uh, make sure I win my league. Uh, so so instead of uh, doing math, which you know I don't think ever you could make fun, <laughs> at least for me, uh, it's well, not, yeah, it sounds that's, like you that's have, why you that's why you got an English degree, my friend. Well, yes, uh, <laughs> mass mass communications. Thank you very much, and uh, with a, with a minor in public relations, of course. <laughs> so I can you, do. You so just I just wanted to have a job, so I can do things like this. <laughs> but uh, it's it sounds like you can actually have fun now, and the oh, stats yeah. the stats enhance your gameplay. As opposed to being the gameplay themselves. Yeah, I'll be I'll be honest. The the revolution in baseball statistics and football statistics um, has made it much more enjoyable to do these games because they're taking a lot of the sort of grunt work out of it. If that makes sense to you. Oh, absolutely. I hate grunt work. <laughs> I don't even I don't even like to lift a stack of books from one side of my office to the other. So. <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. But it. It it is allowed the players to cut back from sort of the administrative angle 
into the actual fun competitive angle. So instead of being a game where everybody has to sit there with calculators and spreadsheets, they spend their time these days instead trying to come up with new strategies and new ways to angle the game so they can win. Ah, so you're sitting around smoking cigars and drinking your brandy and you're in your back room talking football instead of uh, instead of the pocket protector and slide rules. Now, we still like the pocket protector and slide <laughs> rules, let's face it. But uh, it is less a game for mathematicians than it is for people who love sports now. Makes sense. All right. Well, thanks, Nate. That, that makes a lot of sense. So, Todd, it sounds it sounds like Nate, who watches the stats, you know, like a hawk for his for his different leagues, he's pretty impressed with the ability to get up to the second uh, information about players, and, and for his for his fancy football leagues, that doesn't exactly translate into the games, does it? Is there any way that you can download stats that are ongoing? Like if a player gets hurt, are you gonna have him removed from the game or something like that? Well, not really in football as of yet, but last year for the NBA, uh, both 2K and EA tried different methods. Mm-hmm. Like, How did that work out? Well, I wasn't able to try it out with 2K – or no, I'm sorry, with uh, EA because, first of all, I did not own NBA Live 09. Mm-hmm. And secondly, their service required you to pay for it in their, in their notor- notoriety towards um, offering micro-downloads uh, for extra, extra cost uh, kind of hurt that. But it seemed more accurate. It actually could tell them exact moment when a player was uh, having a bad game, they'd lower his stats. Oh. But 2K, they did what they called living rosters. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they updated that every day for NBA 2K9. And fortunately, that was a free service. Oh, nice. So they'll okay. test that. And I was able to detect any changes that my players were having. Okay. It worked out pretty well. But it hasn't been done in football yet. Right. What, what Madden does is they offer downloadable rosters. Okay. But it's like every few weeks, from what I can tell. Okay. That way, if somebody uh, gets a torn ACL, and they're pre- which pretty much means they're done for the season, a typical ACL replacement takes about four to six months to fully recover. So if he's out for the season, they will come out with a roster download that allowed that. Now, I'm going to follow up on something that uh, we did on the last show. Okay. I know that, that Nate and I got in a huge argument regarding PC gaming. Right. And I still stand by my beliefs that that's too expensive and not worth the time to constantly upgrade. Mm-hmm, sure. But I used to enjoy doing sports games on on the computer. It, it was not just to get rosters. I also wanted to modify each of the arenas to look like they're act with their actual real life counterparts. Oh, neat. Okay. To not have any of those fake ads, to have the ones that I actually see. Like if I go to um, Heinz Field and I want to check out the display, I want to see Heinz all over the place. I don't want to see some fake name. Oh, cool. Okay. And I, it's that level of authenticity that I used to enjoy. Right, right. Yeah. And although it comes with the cost, obviously, having to have the PC hardware to drive everything. Yeah. Now, in terms of in terms of accuracy, I want I want to get into the hardcore bowl because uh, I think it's fascinating that you you set this up and you run this every year and you've been pretty accurate. I mean, I mean, not to the point where I think Las Vegas odds makers are going to be calling you and 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 setting setting things based on your your results, but you've you've been over fifty percent in your predictions and beyond that. When you look at the way you predict a game will play out, a play-by-play, and go back and look at how the games play out play-by-play, a lot of times you're pretty close. I'm not always accurate. Um, I mean, there's there have been some Super Bowls where, where both uh, personal predictions and um, 
uh, whether it was simulated by Madden uh, that I was inaccurate. Uh, there was one I remember. This is before Madden started to uh, offer, offer uh, autoplay again for their next-gen versions. It was the uh, Patriots and Giants Super Bowl. I predicted the Patriots would win, and oh. they uh, – they yep. lost by the last minute drive. Well, no, no shame there. I think everybody thought the Patriots were going to win. And then, of course, last year the one that got me the most controversy when I simulated the Hardcore Bowl, and the uh, Cardinals actually won. Oh, and then you changed it to say the Steelers won. I lied and said that the Steelers <laughs> had a last second touchdown. Ironically, by Santonio San Holmes, who ended up being the uh, Super Bowl 43 MVP. Right. So so you, you changed it a little bit. You, you had a gut feeling, some intuition, and it ended up being right. <laughs> yeah, that shocked me. <laughs> that's, pre- that's pretty cool. Yeah, I remember there was a big reveal where you like, you know, fans, I have sinned. <laughs> I yeah. lied to you. But yeah, I was I right. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty Surprisingly, cool. I didn't get any hate mail from that. Now, in the future, uh, future football games, you've seen football games for the past 10, 10 15 years of, of play on, on multiple, you know, the Genesis, the PC, the 360, the PS3. So, so it, what is it? Is there anything that you're looking forward to in like the next version of Madden or something that you wish they'd come out with? Anything where you you can say this is where I'd love to see the football genre go? Ooh, that's that's kind of tough to say because uh, every year they come up with an evolution that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like last few years, they've added what they call Superstar Mode, which allows you to play as one player. And concentrating your entire career on him. Oh, neat! They've uh, they've added. Uh, they're, they're allowing you to be a GM again. In fact, I think Man 10's featuring the be a GM option, which is following up on the uh, superstar mode. Cool. They're they're now integrating the NFL Network uh, into their games, which I'm looking forward to seeing. They've had ESPN because EA, EA bought the ESPN license a few years ago. Okay. It makes sense. It's hard, it's hard to tell exactly <laughs> where it's going to go. And I, mean, I don't want I don't want this to fall back to the old stereotype of oh man, just another roster update. Right, right. Well, it sounds like they've been trying to do something different, different each each year, and that's that's cool. That's a way to keep a series going. I mean, Madden probably one of the most successful series of all time. I mean, certainly one of the longest running. You know, I mean, people can point to Halo and stuff, but you know, it's Halo Three, and there's been what like twelve versions of Madden. <laughs> so, so definitely, definitely cool. So something to something to look forward to. And when is when is Madden Day every year usually? Well, usually it's the second week of the uh, of, of August. Um, if I remember correctly, by the time this show comes up, mm-hmm. Madden should be available at midnight tonight. Oh, okay. The so launch date's uh, Friday, August fourteenth. Uh, they're doing. A, I know the GameStop and pre-order mine from is, has a midnight launch. They do it every year. Oh, cool. Okay. So I'll be I'll be there ready to pick it up. All right. Well, we'll have we'll have you cover that. Well, Todd, thanks for uh, tossing the pigskin around with me today. And if anybody listening has a comment on uh, football and stuff they like and stuff they don't like, uh, please feel free to send an email into ginlounge at gameindustry.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, here's hoping that all of your favorite teams go 19 and 0. And go cer- Steelers. <laughs> certainly not 18 and 1. <laughs> or like my Redskins. Well, I guess the Redskins aren't as bad as Detroit, but usually the no, Redskins. No, it could be bad, as bad as Detroit. Usually the Redskins go 8 and 8. They win just enough games to screw up their draft pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, take it easy, Todd. Thanks a lot. Ain't a problem.